The following shiur is delivered by Rabbi Mordechai Lebhar, Rosh Kolel at Link of Los Angeles. For more information or shiurim, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Parashat Bihar, the last pasuk of Parashat Bihar, right before we start Parashat Bechukotai, it's written, Et Shabbatotai Tishmoru, Umigdashai Tirau Ani Adonai. That you should keep the Shabbat and fear the Beta Migdash, I am Hashem, and then right away, in Bechukotai Telechu. So the Chida brings an unbelievable drasha to this in the Seter Pinid David Othei. It's written in Masechet Shabbat Dav Kuf Yudchet Abudbet, if Israel would keep two Shabbatot already, the Geula would come. And it's written in Masechet Bava Batra, Tavchet Amudalev, that in the Zchut of Talmud Torah, we are going to be delivered. Like it's written, Gam Yitnu Bagoim Ata Kabtsim. So says the Chida, you want to get Geula, there are two ways. Number one, Shabbat. And number two, Limuda Torah. And that's what's written. It's Shabbatotai. Shabbatotai is plural. Two Shabbats. Tishmoru. You should keep these two Shabbats. And then, if you do that, Migdashaitiro, you're going to have the Beta Migdash, the Geula that you could fear. And another Segula, Lismoch Geula, is in Bechukotai Telechu. That if you go in my path of Ermelud Batora, you'll also get the, uh, the Zichut of Shabbat. So, the Zichut of the Geula. So, if we keep Shabbat properly, the Geula will come. In order to keep the Shabbat properly, we have to know Hilchot Shabbat. And one of the most difficult areas to be careful in, in Hilchot Shabbat, is one of the Lamitet Melachot Melechet Borer. So, I thought to discuss over here some relevant aspects of Hilchot Borer. Unfortunately, this is a subject that most people, if they don't know Hilchot Borev, they're going to be nichshal. They're going to stumble upon, uh, stumble and they're not going to properly keep Melechet Borev. Let me give you the words of Maharash Abu Habib, Sefer HaZichronot, Hilchot Shabbat. Perikalif. Melechet Borev, minakashot shebe Shabbat. It's one of the most difficult. To be careful, leizaher ba bechol digdakea vechalakea. Be careful in all its little details and its portions. Because most of them are Isur Gamur Mina Torah. It's very difficult to keep every single detail. And you have to know every single detail. And it's only going to happen if you keep on reviewing. And therefore, says the Marash Abuab. That the proper thing for every person in order to be clean from Avira is that they should learn Erev Shabbat to already separate as much as they can, not to get into questions. And if a person does that, he is going to be able to distance himself from all types of sfikot that are, that are, that could lead to chayat shalom chayuf chatat and titaneg b'deshen avshol echol lichvot Shabbat Kodesh this is what the Sefer Hazichronot of Marash Abu says, and Rabbi Baruch Hu brings us in the Shulchan Aruch as well, that the way to keep away from Ilchot Borer is to avoid it. That's number one. But sometimes there's no avoiding. 
and a person has to uh, ha- has to be faced with questions of bored, and he has to know what's allowed or what's not allowed. So let's discuss what are the conditions of bored. There are three conditions. Biyad, miyad, In English, I like to say bam, biyad, right biyad with your hand, not with a cleat. Miyad, it has to be done right away. And number three, good from bad, I'm sorry, biyad, miyad. That's how the bam is going to work. But those three conditions make it into being able to be considered that you are doing an action of eating and not doing an action of borer, derech achila. So bored means you are separating. In the Mishkan, they separated the stones from all of the wheat. That was the action of bored, and it was it was done it was done in a way that it's not for a purpose of eating, for a purpose of bored la otsar, bored for storage. Now, one of the ways that a person usually is bored for storage is through a filter or through some type of um, some type of of filtering device like a net. Uh, and and uh, something that has that has holes in it, we'd call them uh, funnels. Anything that is going to be able to filter good for bad, even if it's done for immediate purpose, and even if it's done good for bad. But since it's a filtering with a net, it is considered bored minatora, and person doesn't that is not allowed to use. So one of the scenarios where this comes up and is uh, is, is is quite controversial is when somebody wants to have tea on Shabbat. How to prepare tea on Shabbat? It's another subject. But let us assume that you prepared, you cooked your tea before Shabbat, and you have it in a teapot that's in, that's on the fire. And this teapot is is has in it a built-in filter to make sure that the tea leaves don't go out of the tea. That's how it has it. And you want to most, many teapots are that way. And you want to pour uh, from the teapot, your tea on Shabbat, but it's separated. So one of the old Sephardic Tidurim called the Bet Menucha, he was a contemporary of the Chidar of Yudah Shmuel Ashkenazi. In his Tidur, Dinim Shayachim Nisodat Shabbat, he called this a Librik. In Arabic, they call it a Finjen, Kum Kumte in Hebrew, however you want to call it, a tea kettle. This Librik, he called it Borer B'Shabbat. It's called Borer B'Shabbat. And he says you're not allowed to use it. Nevertheless, despite the fact that he writes that you're not allowed to use it, there were poskim, significant poskim, that came out and endorsed the usage of this um, of this teapot on Shabbat, and they considered it that it was not bored. Very interesting. Not only that, Rabbi Shalom Misas, the former chief rabbi of Yerushalayim, beforehand chief rabbi of Morocco, in his uh, magnum opus, in his first uh, uh, volume of Tavuot Shamash, writes that the minhag, that the custom, the common custom, was to use this uh, this uh, this teapot, and nobody was worried. Mishumboret, and he he quotes this that nobody nobody was concerned, and he brings the, the he brings the as as a common fact that people used to use it now. There was those. There were those that didn't uh, that didn't agree. There's the Sefer Shufrida Yosef of Rav Yosef Verdugo that he writes specifically that one is not allowed, and uh, and and he, uh, he he wrote categorically that that would be considered a, a problem of Borev, like the like the uh, like the Bet Menucha. Nevertheless, one of the reasons uh, that we could justify its usage that it could be used on Shabbat is based on the Chazonish. 
The Chazonish has famous words about this in his Sefer on Orachayim in Siman Nun Gimel. And the Chazonish explains the following concept. This is a very important concept to understand regarding Borer. The main principle of Borer is that you are involved in an action of separating. Over here, the action of separating, the Chazonish understands that it's a secondary act to the actual pouring. It's tafel to the actual pouring. And therefore, it can't be considered as if somebody is dealing specifically with Borer. Uh, a while back, even on this forum, I gave a, a, um, a, I mentioned a very relevant question that is a controversy in Israel regarding the different water filtration systems in the homes. And some of them have carbon inside. And there are significant poskim in Eretz Yisrael that understand that these carbon filters have a problem, the oraita of borer, because over there I have water that's not able to be used, that's mixed together with the carbon. And when I open up my sink on Shabbat, I know that it's filtering and I, I want it to be filtered. I actually asked this question to Shlomo Miller, Shlita, and his opinion was that it's not a problem of borer. And he understood that since you are not involved actively in borer, you want the water to come out, you're lacking the basic aspect of kavana. And even though when something for sure happens, despite the fact that it's, uh, it's, it's below kavana, if it's a psikhara shift, it's for sure going to happen, you don't have the, you don't have the, um, the, the, the heter of davar kaven. By borer, it's a special exception. That by borer, even if you know it's for sure going to happen, but if you're lacking that basic kavana, it would be allowed. And he feels that over here as well, with these filtration systems, that you're lacking that basic kavana, it would be allowed. Now, based on this over here, the chazanish is an even better case because you're really not even thinking about it. It's, it's a secondary action. It's called, uh, it's called, um, it's called you're not being osik, you're not dealing with borer at all, and therefore the chazanish allows it. And therefore the chazanish allows it. Based on this, Based on this, the poskim suggests that this would not be a problem to use the 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 the, um, the teapot on Shabbat. Rav Avadi Yosef in Shilutu Chuvot Yechavedat Chelik Bet Siman Nun Aleph also also writes that it's allowed for a different reason. It says that you don't mind if a little bit of the, if the tea leaves would come in, that wouldn't bother you so much, so it's not considered a borer. On the other hand, the Ben Yishchai is more machbir. As I mentioned, there were those clearly in Morocco, the Minhag was to be lenient, also Rabbi Yosef Misat in Maim Chaim, Chelek Alev, Siman Kuf Yudchet, also writes that the custom was to be lenient. But this is based, if not everything is mixed in, crazy, a mixture and it's like settled on the bottom and therefore you don't really have kavana for what you're being bored on top. But what happens if you shake the teapot very much and you know that there's a lot of tea leaves that are mixed in there and you're pouring it? Would that be allowed? So Rabbi Shalom Mishas in that same teshuvah writes that even in that case it's allowed. And he introduces us to a new concept of bored. Uh, it's not really a new concept but to a imported heter of bored we'll call it. And the Biura Lacha already in Siman Shin Yuteh quotes this, which is the, the famous Teshuva of the Maharitats, the Maharitza Anon. The Maharitats was of the opinion, is brought down in the Berhetiv as well, that a common case is that on Shabbat, if a person is drinking his tea or his coffee, and a fly falls in, or a fly falls into the soup, soup. 
if you would take the fly and, and, and put it out, that seems to be exactly what Borer was in the Mishkan. They had a pebble among the, among the wheat. Says the Maritats is different. A pebble in the wheat, that's all considered one mixture. And when you're taking out the pebble, you're fixing the mixture. Over here, you're lacking a basic requirement of Borer. Borer means that there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a mixture. That's the starting point. If there's no mixture, there's no borer at all. Liquid and solid doesn't mix. It's two different meaning. Ah, they're stuck together? It doesn't matter. Liquid and solid doesn't mix. And therefore, the maritat says, There's no borer bilach. Indeed, the Birkei Yosef brings this opinion, and he seems to endorse this shita that en borer bilach. And Rabbi Shalom Isas is convinced that this was the minhag as well, that we weren't particular... Uh, to be borer if something was mixed in uh, if something was mixed in on Shabbat davar lach davar yavesh they didn't consider it to be considered borer belach uh, as I, met, I think Rabbi look closely to Rabbi Baruch Toledano as well as the Sefer Shufrid Yosef Siman Chavchet they also write that it wouldn't be considered borer belach is not considered borer on Shabbat which is not so simple we are talking about an Isur de Oraita and this is something that's laden in controversy. But nevertheless, Rabbi Shalom Isas is convinced that that's the case. Not only that, he takes it a step further. And he says that if you're going to have two separate things among each other, like shell of, a, of, of, of certain types of um, almonds or, or of, of beans or on an egg, that's also considered something separate, one on top of the other, and that's similar to borer bilah. That already is, is not simple at all. To say that, that we allow brera of a shell on top of an egg, even if it's not done for immediate use because it's not called the brera, I don't think most opinions understand this way. They do follow that if you're going to have immediate use, uh, the, the, taking away the shell is a way to get to the food that would be allowed. But it does so, but not in a case where it's food and food. A shell is considered the same material as as the egg, and it's mixed together. That would be a problem. That would be a problem, unless it's done for immediate use. And that would be considered a derech achila. So this is especially relevant in regards getting back to the tea. If you have a teapot that you have. Uh, the tea leaves mixed together with the teapot, and you shook it very well, and you are pouring the tea. So Rabbi Shalom Misas says, based on the Maritas, that's another reason to say the why it's allowed. En brira belach. So, and since the tea leaves are distinct from the tea, then it's not a problem. This is the opinion of Rabbi Shalom Misas, why you're allowed to use a teapot on Shabbat. We've mentioned it is not only him. Rabbi Vadi Yosef gives his own reason why it's allowed. We mentioned that uh, the sefer, uh, according to the Chazunish, it would also be allowed, and based on this, certain filtration systems might be allowed. And uh, it's it's uh, it, it's something that if there people are no akel, there is what to rely on. Nevertheless, it should be mentioned the Benish Chai and uh, and the Bet Menucha are machmir. So if somebody wants to be machmir, tavo alav biracha. But this is a perfect application to the principle that we said that whenever somebody is in a situation where he might have a question of borer, uh, of borer and he doesn't know, he could violate borer very easily. So he has to be careful that if it's not a case of a teapot, but it's using a regular filter that he wants to, um, that, that he wants to separate the tea leaves, uh, not, not, he wants to separate good from bad using a filter, 
that would be a problem. And uh, maybe we'll have other opportunities to discuss other practical scenarios. What would be with rice in a, in a, in a salt shaker? Uh, you would think that that's asur, and indeed many say it's asur. Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Orbach gives a leniency since it's done for immediate, it's right by the food, and that's a hidush as well. But, um, but definitely, if somebody's going to take a filter and just filtrate things uh, that, are, that are mixed and it's not liquid and solid, that's going to be, that's going to be, according to everyone, a big problem, and one has to be careful on Shabbat. Everybody should be zochet to keep Shabbat, keep chata, chazaku baruch. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakhic consultation, monetary beddin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call one 200 T-S-H-C or email info at the shc.org to subscribe.